Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Boom, Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'll settle there! It was midnight, and a driving wind blew heavy gusts of rain against the barred window pane of the warden's office at Territorial Prison. Inside this sparsely furnished room, a man paced the floor nervously. He was a young man in his early 20s, a man who within the last few minutes had ceased to be a number and had regained his rightful name. The transformation had been simple. A few moments ago in this same room, the warden had spoken quietly. Well, Tommy, the clock says one minute past 12. This is the day we've both been waiting for. You're a free man. Yeah, I guess so, if you figure it that way. Oh, there's one more thing, Tommy. Chaplain wants to see you before you leave. Chaplain Bill? What do you want to see me for? Well, it's a customer here. He likes to talk to all prisoners just before they're released. I told him you'd wait here. Now listen, Warden. There's no sense in me listening to a sky pilot. It's one request talk. from the chaplain that I never refuse. He'll be here in a moment. You won't have to wait long. 
Goodbye, Tommy. And good luck. Yeah, thanks, Warden. Thanks. This, then, was the reason the young man paced the floor. Not that Tommy disliked Chaplain Bill, but he hated confidential talks. Apparently, this was one he couldn't very well get away from. Hello, Tommy. Sorry I kept you waiting. Well, that's all right, Chaplain. After hanging around this place for five years, a few more minutes will make much difference. Good. I particularly wanted to see you, Tommy. I guess I'm no different from any of the rest who get out of here. Yes, you are, Tommy. You're different because you're young enough to forget the bitterness these last five years have brought. Now, wait a minute, Chaplain. Don't start preaching because I, I don't... ever preached to you? No. Come to think of it, yes, you haven't. I have just one thing to say. What is it? I'd like you to make me a promise. I don't like the way you say that, Chaplain. It won't be difficult. Just promise me that when you leave here tonight, you'll go back home to Texas, to Judith, the girl who's waiting for you. But how do you know about Judy? You told me. Oh, I got a few chores to do in this territory before I head for home. A man with bitterness and revenge in his heart will never find peace. Ah, you sky pilots are all alike. You preach a lot of stuff about forgive your enemies. The truth is on your side, Tommy. Why not let it do your fighting? Truth is stronger than bullets. Yeah? Did you ever hear of a murdering coyote getting what he deserved by stopping a slug of truth? The only way to kill snakes is with lead. Not always. Will you promise me you'll go back to Texas? To Judy? I can't make no promise like that, Jack. Oh, just a minute, Tommy. You came here charged with murder. Whether you were guilty or not is no concern of mine. Yeah, but I... I heard how you and your father were robbed while driving your trail herd up here from Texas. Two outlaws murdered your father, so you set out to kill them. You got one. A man named Pete Barrett. Then the law caught up with you. How'd you ever find and out because about... Because the... you were only 17, you escaped the death penalty and came here instead. All right. If you know all that, you must know I'm going out of here gunning for another Barrett. Pete's brother. And I hear there's another one, too. You think two more deaths will even the score? I reckon they will. According to my way of figuring. They'll do something else. They'll bring you right back here. I'd hate to see that, Tommy. I appreciate your interest in me, Chaplain. But what's got to be... Well, it's just got to be. You don't know how I feel about this thing. Yes, I do. You've suffered two great losses. Your father and five years of your life. But what you're planning won't help. I guess maybe you've never lost anyone real close to you. Like Paul was to me. Yes, I have, Tommy. Who? A sister. She ran away from home, back east. I originally came out here to search for her. I heard she'd married. But I've never found any trace of her. Well, that's different. No, it isn't. I lost something very dear to me. But a greater wisdom than mine guided me here. I found peace in the opportunity to help other men. You'll find the same thing if you'll forget revenge. And, and... let truth be stronger than bullets. Is that it? That's it, Tommy. Sorry, Chaplain. Can't agree with you. That make you mad? Not mad, son. Just disappointed. I know the day will come when you will agree with me. Maybe. Somewhere, some way, you'll be convinced. Storm's letting up outside. I'd better be moving along. Goodbye, Chaplain. 
Thanks for everything you've done for me here in Territorial. Sorry I can't make the promise. So am I. But you may keep it in spite of yourself. I don't think so. So long, Chaplain. Heaven bless you, my son. It was late the following afternoon on a sandy, sun-baked trail not far from the town of Mesa when the Lone Ranger in Tonto encountered a young lady in distress. Her youth was marked by pigtails and a hair ribbon. Her distress by the spine of a cactus. Oh, who's it? Oh, 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 fella. Look, Tonto, the little girl's crying. Silly ah. big fella. Come on. Ah. Hello there. Hello. You seem to be in trouble. Is there any way we can help? I stepped on a cactus. Oh, that's a pretty painful experience, especially when you're barefooted. Why are you wearing a mask? Uh, are you an outlaw? No, I'm not an outlaw. You know, your foot would feel a lot better if that cactus thorn were taken out. I, I've tried, now, but Tonto I... Tonto here is real good at things like that. Why not let him take it out? You mean the engine? Don't engines scalp white folks? <laughs> I've never seen Tonto scalp a single person. But I have seen him take out a lot of cactus thorns. Well, maybe Here. he could have... I'll hold your foot. Uh, see if you can find a thorn, Tonto. Um, me do it. By the way, you haven't told me your name. Yeah, that, get him out. It's it, Sally. Well, Sally, you look a lot better without a cactus thorn in your foot. I, do I? Yeah, much better. I'm beholden to you, mister. You too, Mr. Tano. <laughs> uh, well, sun plenty hot. Uh, maybe you like drink of water, huh? Me get canteen from saddlebag. That's a good idea, Tano. Uh, me bring it. Do you live around here, Sally? In Rimrock Basin, about two miles west. I mean, I used to live there. Now I'm going to live in Mesa or someplace else. Oh, is that so? It's a secret, but I guess I can tell you because you're an outlaw. I'm running away from home. Oh, I see. And uh, what will your mother think about that? Ma's dead. So's my pa. Oh. Who lives out in Rimrock Basin? Uncle Luke and Uncle Carl. But I don't like to stay there. What's wrong? They go away every night and lock me in the cabin. Then when they come back at sunup, I cook breakfast. But Uncle Luke won't let me go outside then either. He whips me if he catches me even looking out the window. Where do your uncles go when they leave every night, Sally? I don't know. Uncle Carl always says they've been horse trading. I've seen him drive lots of horses to a corral they've got up in the canyon. Uh, here. Here, water and canteen, though. You take drink. Oh. <clears throat> Thanks, Mr. Tano. Guess I was awful thirsty. I... Oh, now I'm going to catch it. Here comes Uncle Luke. He's looking for oh, me. Don't worry, he... Sally. Oh, who are you, Trader? <coughs> Sally. <coughs> Sneaked out while I was sleeping. Now I out. No, please don't, Uncle Luca. I... I wouldn't hit the girl if I were you. Who the... Mast. An alhoot. My greasy redskin. <laughs> Might have known you'd pick up with this kind of chum. I told you not to touch her. Yeah? This young'un happens to be my niece. I'll do whatever no, I want. No, you won't. Why, you... You are... Again? <laughs> for trying to reach for a gun. Oh. You take it. Huh, you, you got it. You can't get away. We'll leave your gun at the sheriff's office in Mesa. In the meantime, you better take my warning about the way you treat that girl. I don't have to go back with him, do I, mister? I'd rather stay with you and Tom. I'm afraid you'll have to go for the time being, Sally. <laughs> this man is really your uncle. I told you she was, didn't I? 
All right, brat. Plan on my cayuse. We're heading back for the basin. And as for you, Owl Hoot, yes? maybe we'll meet again sometime. I'm sure we will. When you ain't so lucky. Get up there. Not good for little girl. Have uncle like that, fella. I agree with you, Toto. Yes, Silver Scout. Maybe some way we help her, huh? We'll certainly try, Sidney. <laughs> the worst part of it is, she's really related to him. Uh-huh. We'll trail them and find out just what kind of work her uncles do. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. <laughs> Shortly after sundown, when a lone horseman approached Rimrock Basin from the east, pulled up sharply and dismounted. Oh, oh, oh. This is it. That shack down there at the bottom must be the Barrett place. Guess they're home, all right. There's a light burning. Well, you skunks may not know it, but just as soon as I climb down this slope, you're going to get something that's five years overdue. Hey, Sally, more coffee and hustle it up. Here it is, Uncle Carl. And watch out you don't slop it all over the table. I, I won't. And bring on the rest of the grub pronto. Aren't you say you found her this afternoon? It's you and the fatter with an owl hood and an engine. Just this side of Mesa. I was going to use a whip on her, but I didn't. Hey. Did you hear that? Uh, nothing but the hound dog that always barks. Now, wait a minute. He never barks unless... Might be somebody moseying around outside. I'm going to take a look. What the... Who is it? Lawman? I only got one look. It's that masked critter in the engine that I met this afternoon. They're, they're riding down the south slope. South? That letter's coming from the east side. And it must be a gang. Hand me that gun. You can use the rifle. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. Taken by surprise and caught in the crossfire of blazing guns, the Lone Ranger and Tonto healed their mounts and raced for cover. Over there, head for the ravine, Tonto. Ah. Oh, oh, Silver, oh, 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 Me not savvy. Who start gunfight? I spotted a man coming down the east slope. Whoever is in the cabin was shooting at us. Steady, big fella. Come on, we leave the horses here. Ah. We can get closer on foot and find out what this is all about. Are they still coming? Nobody on this side. The Redskin and the owl would have disappeared. Some Jasper's moving closer over here. I can see... There, you see? How? Don't you know who that is? I recognize his voice. It's Sloan, Tommy Sloan. Oh, Tommy Sloan's doing time. He can't be... There goes the lamp. The shack will burn like matchwood. What'll we do? Open the back door. There are two horses down on the draw. We can straddle them and head for the corral up in the canyon. Fifty feet of open ground between here and those Bronx. How will we make it? Like Kevin Sloan and his owl who pards the wrong steer. Sally, come here. It's a fire, Uncle Luke. It's going to... Shut up, you sniveling little brat. Open that front door and run for it. No, somebody's outside shooting a gun. I'm a... I said move. <laughs> now, Kyle, quick. 
Go on out, you sneaking yellow child. Got me in the arm, you dirty cripple. Hey, what the... Hey, kid, the front end of that shack is liable to fall this way. Watch out, now. I don't... I can't... It'll hit your shore unless you... Come here. I've got a slug in my right arm. I would have grabbed you sooner. Not hurt, are you? I don't think so. Jumping juniper, it's a girl. Well, of all Sally, the... Sally, are you all right? Oh, where did you come from? Mask, another Sally one of them. I left our horses in the ravine. They've been climbing over those rocks on the slope. You caught me with an empty gun. If it wasn't for that, no, I'd... No, sh- the man in the mask and Tano are friends of mine. So are you, because you saved my life. Say, what is this? A masked outlaw, a kid, an Indian? Sally's right. I, I saw what you did. Took a lot of nerve, especially for a man with a bullet in his shoulder. Yeah, your bullet. I didn't fire a single shot. You're one of Barrett's gunnies, ain't you? No, I'm not. And I can't figure the out first what... first thing to do is bandage that shoulder of yours. Tano will help you. Ah, me fix it. Oh, oh. Don't worry, mister. Tano can fix anything. Your Uncle Luke and Carl, what happened to them, Sally? When the lamp fell over and the cabin caught fire, they ran out the back door. I thought I heard horses' hoofs when we were coming up. Uncle Luke and Carl? Are those Barrett snakes related to you, kid? Yes, sir. Well, I guess it ain't your fault. Uh, you were trying to kill them. Is there any reason for that? Plenty. They murdered my father. Put me in territorial prison for the last five years. I see. And from what Sally has told me, I think Luke and Carl are horse thieves. Oh. oh. A hideout corral up in the canyon someplace. Easy, man. Surprise me, none. Those Barrett's are all the same color. But I'm on the trail now. They won't dodge me the next time. You must be anxious to get back into prison. What do you mean by that? There's no quicker way to put the law on your trail than murder. Seems to me that's kind of loco talk coming from a masked outlaw. It's the truth, no matter who says it. Truth ain't got nothing to do with the way I'll pump into those critters. I've always found that it's stronger than bullets. Stronger than... Say, what made you say that? No particular reason. It's a fact, that's all. But how could two hombres as different as you and the chaplain figure the same? Soldier man, it's all fixed. Good. Now, if Sally will help us, we can run down the Barrett brothers. Run down the... Say, I can't figure you out. Who are you, anyway? I was just going to ask you the same question. My name's Tommy Sloan. I got out of prison this morning. All right, Tommy. Where's your horse? He's ground hitched. Up there on the east rim of the basin. Get it. We'll wait here for you. Well, I... I... All right, mister. I guess you know what you're doing. I'll be right back. Now, Sally, how far is the horse corral you were telling us about? Oh, I've never been there, but I know it's at the bottom of Mesa Canyon. I've heard Uncle Luke say it's the best corral in the world because there's only one way to get in and out. Hmm. Sounds like a natural hideout for stolen stock. Won't Uncle Luke and Uncle Carl be waiting up there with guns? Yes, I'm afraid they will. So as soon as Tommy comes back, we'll try to find some other way into Mesa Canyon. over an hour later and under the flood of bright moonlight when the Lone Ranger, Tommy Sloan, and Tonto and Sally riding double on Scout arrived at the upper rim of Mesa Canyon. At least we're up here where we can see it. Come on over near the edge. There's the corral. Way down there, see? There's about 200 head of horses behind the gates. Easy that many. Now, I'll bet every one of them is marked with a different brand. It's a good thing we took this upper trail. 
Charlie's uncle was telling the truth when he said there was only one way in and out of the canyon. Ah, uh, and if we down there now, crooks see us plenty quick. Yeah, we can see their hideout, but what good does it do us? I can't plug one of those Barrett skunks from here. They could hold off an army coming up that lower trail. This cliff is pretty steep. Yeah, over 200 feet, without a break. If there are enough men coming up the lower trail to attract attention... The I... Barretts could sit back and pick them off one by one. Besides, where are you going to get a lot of men? Oh, that shouldn't be hard. No, no. Uh, now, wait a minute. Here, take this note to the sheriff in Mesa. Leave your rope here with me. I may need it. The sheriff? Why should he pay any attention to a note from an outlaw? I'll have to take that chance. Uh, you stay with the posse, Tonto. Show them where to come. Uh, me do it. Get them up, Scout. Well, you can't be working with a law. Or you wouldn't let them walk into a one-way gun trap like that down there. Wouldn't be a trap if there was someone on this side of the corral when the posse comes up the canyon. Sure. You'd have the Barrett skunks right in the middle. But how are you going to get down there? Fly? Not if you'll help. I see. I need your lariat, mine, and Tonto's. You mean you're going to tie them together? Drop it over the edge of this cliff? Why not? Here, help me splice it. Sure, but you, uh, you figure on letting yourself down hand over hand? That's the idea. What won't work. If you go over here, you'll land right in front of their shack down there, instead of behind the corral. Not if you use your good arm to start the rope swinging from up here when I get down to the end of it. Well, I could do that, all right. Good. Now, look. See that haystack between the shack and the corral? If I swing far enough, I could land on that. Maybe. That's worth a trial. Here's a good solid rock I can use for an anchor. How about it? Will it hold? Sure. But I don't see... All right. There goes the rope. Here I go. Watch me when I reach the end. Start it swinging. You're loco to take a chance like this, but I'll do it. Please be careful, mister. Awful careful. Don't worry, Sally. You keep Tommy company until I get back. Kid, I've seen a lot of stunts in my life, but nothing that could tie this one. Do you think the man with the mask will catch Uncle Luke and Uncle Carl? I don't know. So many things have happened tonight that... Say, are those two Barretts the only relatives you've got? Ever since Ma died and Pa got killed. Oh, that's tough. How did it happen? Your Pa, I mean. An outlaw shot him. I guess Pa wasn't much better than Uncle Luke or Carl. He used to make Ma cry a lot. She'd say, Pete, please, what, won't what's you... What's that? Was your Pa's name Pete Barrett? Yes, sir. What's the matter, Mr. Tommy? Nothing. Nothing much. You're right, kid. Your paw was killed by an outlaw. I... Oh, wait a minute. He's reached the end of the rope. What can we do now? Start it swinging. I... There. Now it's moving. How far does it have to go before? There. It's slack. He's let go. But there's no way of telling where he landed unless we... Listen. Look, a lot of men riding up the canyon. It's the posse. Come on. You and me are going down there. Hey, Luke. Come over here by the window. Hey, what's up? Maybe I'm seeing things, but ain't that a posse heading this way? Well, I'll be. They'll have to string out in single file to come through the gap. Grab your rifle and come on. There's a good moon out tonight. Pick them off easy from here. Yeah. Now, wait till they string out. Now, 
Draw a bead and let him have it. This will be as simple as rolling. Got those rifles, both of you. What the? Up behind us, the outlaw. How'd he get here? You heard me? Got those rifles. Right, I'll show you what. Oh, oh, oh. Evidently, lads, the only language you understand. Here you are, Sheriff. Each of them has a bullet wound in his arm. It won't stop handcuffs. Uh, the Ferris boys, huh? Luke and Carl. I figured these critters were crooked. Never could get anything on them. Plenty of evidence in the corral over there. About 200 horses with 20 different brands. Good enough. Might interest you to know the Stockman's Association will pay a $5,000 reward when the barmans are convicted. Good. A, uh, a young lady's entitled to that, Sheriff. Her name is Miss Sally Barrett. Sally? Where is she? Around here someplace. You'll find her. Come on, Toto. Our job's done. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I... All right, boys. Put the cuffs in these varmints. Now, where am I going to find a female named Sally? Here she is, Sheriff. Well, you're a mite smaller than I expected. But the masked gent said the reward... The reward doesn't belong to me. I don't want any money. I haven't got any place to live or... No other folks at all, Sally? Nobody but just another uncle. I've never seen him. I think he's a preacher in a prison someplace. Preacher? Prison? Mama never wrote to Uncle Bill because she was ashamed about Pa being a rustler. Wait, and... Uncle Bill? Are you sure of that, Sally? Do you know whether your ma ever called her brother Chaplin Bill? Yes, I remember now. Mom used to say my other uncle's name was Chaplin Bill. Well, I'll... Sally, he was right. The truth is stronger than bullets. What? Oh, nothing. Sally, how would you like to see your Uncle Bill, huh? And then maybe he let you come and visit Judy and me down in Texas. Oh, I'd like that. Sheriff, about that reward for Sally... Mail it to her in care of, care of Chaplain Bill at Territorial Prison. Chaplain Bill, Territorial Prison. Anything you folks say. Well, come on, boys. Let's herd those vermins back to town. Gee, I'd sure like to see Mr. Tano and the mask man again. So would I, Sally. I wonder who he is. I don't know. He's the only man I've ever met who was as smart as Chaplain Bill.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>